Hi, yes, that's our greeting for today. Today is Monday the 18th, May 2020. Get out your thinking journals for you to write out and you know that's our daily drill. Sita hi means hello and how are you? This is Africa I Gotcha. Our show today is around health. This is the home and the one-stop place for factual informative and interactive current content on Africa and the world. I'll also be saying bye in the language that I greeted you in today at the end of the podcast. If this is your first time to listen in, welcome. And we're now past uh, 1,234 downloads as from today. Going forward with our podcast series, I will also share later on our main areas of interest and coverage in the new format starting from today. And I'll do that before I sign out later on. So, good news. In addition to being online and on Apple Podcasts, we're now available on Google Podcasts. So to find us, just Google Africa I Gacha. And Gacha is with an A. Together with the word Google Podcasts, that simple. Our new format delivery is a result of your feedback on what you want to hear and how. So enjoy the new normal on the show as we navigate the new normal in the COVID-19 era. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Orata Consulting Group, a brain trust supporting governments, public and the private sectors in the adoption of emerging technologies across Africa. So just before we got to the news roundup, here's what's coming up in our Africa I Gotcha feature stories. So the first country that we're going to go to today is a country where amid growing support across Africa and caution by the WHO, that's the World Health Organization, some people are queuing on a daily basis to receive the virus prevention and treat and cure COVID organics. In front of the town hall in this capital city, Robert is impatient, waiting for his turn to access the herbal tea made from Artemisia. Reports indicated that 250 litres of this herbal tea is distributed every day. Then our next feature again from Africa will be on researchers who are grappling with the need to find a coronavirus vaccine and drug. This country has shaken the world with its newest findings on the COVID-19 testing. For more than a month now, they have taken a global presence and its place as a global trailblazer in the quest to invent a rabbit testing kit for COVID-19. And finally, the other feature story that we'll be talking about later on today and giving you a bit more information um, has a COVID tally which stands at 39 cases and it's the lowest in the region. And officials say that they're currently holding up to 3,000 people in quarantine and could test them several times before they are released. So it's time for our news update and our new format means that we get the African news update first. So here we go. So some African countries have begun to open up while others are seeing cases of COVID-19 increase. On May 13, Senegal began to ease restrictions despite a 30% jump in the cases the previous day. 
In addition to a shortened curfew, places of worship can reopen and businesses previously restricted from opening on certain days can now remain open for six but close once a week for cleaning. Cote d'Ivoire is also loosening restrictions, ending the curfew in Abidjan, but keeping nightclubs, bars and movie theatres closed. Schools in the country are set to open on May the 25th. Also last week, Algeria announced it will be producing rapid test kits, which can return results in 15 minutes at a laboratory in Algiers that can turn out 200,000 test kits per week. Meanwhile, in Tunisia has also seen a decline in cases. This was announced on Sunday, yesterday, that it has recorded no new cases. Though the North African country saw very few cases in the beginning of the pandemic, it closed its schools, places of worship and non-essential shops in mid-March and began reopening in late April. Still, many countries face major hurdles. In Nigeria, where restrictions have begun to loosen, failure to adhere to social distancing has led authorities to threaten reinstating lockdown measures, especially in Lagos. In Djibouti, it extended its restrictions to today, despite plans from earlier one month to ease them. Relative to its population, Djibouti has been hardest hit country on the continent, though the numbers may be skewed due to its comparatively low um, lack of testing. On Thursday last week, Sudan registered its first COVID-19 related death. While reports continue to filter in that the disease has reached some heavily populated camps for displaced people. As of this week, all African countries have confirmed cases of coronavirus after Lesotho reported its first case on Wednesday. Confusion over the status and spread of COVID-19 in Tanzania continued last week as the opposition complained of a weeks-long delay in updated numbers and have expressed suspicion that the official numbers are far too low as reports of nighttime burials increase. Overall, as of this writing, Africa has registered 75,866 cases and 2,570 deaths. In South Africa has probably had the biggest rise. No, South Africa actually had the biggest rise in cases. So South Africa has reported 831 new infections on Saturday. Its biggest in daily increase bring it to 14,355. Western Cape, home to the city of Cape Town, now has more than half of the cases nationwide, together with the Eastern Cape, contributing 91% of the new infections, according to the health ministry. Western Cape authorities attributed the surge to rigorous testing, even as the province is facing clusters of infections in households, workplace and supermarkets. About 18,000 tests were conducted in the past 24 hours and deaths climbed by 14 to 261. And now let's also get the news roundup from various hubs out of Africa. Former President Barack Obama on Saturday again criticized the United States coronavirus response and said the crisis spotlights the underlying inequalities in the nation. Addressing a virtual event for historical black colleges and universities, Obama said many U.S. leaders aren't even pretending to be in charge during the pandemic. 
About a week ago, Obama called the U.S. response to coronavirus a pandemic, an absolute chaotic disaster in a call with 3,000 people who served in his administration. During a virtual graduate together event on Saturday, Obama told a class of 2020, this is your generation's world to shape. Norway has agreed to supply a crucial anesthetic drug to neighboring Sweden to help it cope as it tackles the coronavirus pandemic. Tesla Incorporated told employees it received approval to resume operations at its Fremont, California factory. China and South Korea have asked Japan to join them in relaxing controls on business travel. Meanwhile, Australia's trade minister, Simon Birmingham, has yet to receive a callback from his Chinese counterpart after reaching out to Beijing about an anti-dumping probe into Bali exports. And still, here are some other key news items that you need to be aware of. China faces an angry world seeking answers at a key WHO meeting. Then, according to the virus tracker, the total global number of people to date with COVID-19 are 4.6 million, and the amount of people that have died have exceeded 311,000. China has also reported five new cases. South Korea has added another 13, and New Zealand reported one case. Singapore adds 682 more cases. Singapore this week will also lay out how it intends to roll back restrictions that have been imposed under a partial lockdown that have been put in place since early April. Officials have said lifting of restrictions will be done in a gradual and a calibrated manner. So let's also look at other places from around the world and some other numbers. Brazil has got 14,919 new cases, raising the total to 233,142 overtaking Spain to rank fourth in the world behind the US, Russia, and the UK, according to the John Hopkins University dashboard. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Orata Consulting Group, a brain trust supporting governments, public, and private sectors in the adoption of emerging technologies across Africa. So we've come to the end of our news part of our podcast. Remember, this is your source of informative, factual, and current content on Africa and the world. So I want to let you know about the three feature stories that we spoke about before, and we're going to find out exactly where they are from. So I hope you're thinking journals are out as I go into telling you a bit more about them. So the first one on people lining up for a daily dose of COVID organics is from Madagascar. And this is happening in the capital city. And the next one is followed by the one about the research that has thrust the country into global presence is none other than Senegal and the lab in Dakar. And finally, the last one with the lowest number of COVID-19 cases reported in Africa is from Eritrea. And as always, I have shared the links to the full stories below because uh, we want to get us all into the habit of fact-checking and learning how to source credible information for ourselves. So if you scroll down, you'll be able to find the links and you can read the full stories for yourselves. 
Okay, so the podcast will be coming to you also four times a week. And the best way to keep up is you can subscribe to us either on Google Podcast or on Apple Podcast. Look for us. We're on as Africa. I gotcha. And our thematic concerns going forward in our four different programs will always be one will be about agriculture. Today was about health. We'll also be speaking about education and also manufacturing. So do share this podcast as much as you can. And I greeted you by saying, sit a high, meaning, how are you? And now I say, masalama, meaning goodbye. And our language of the day is Somali. And I've put a video in the link for you to enjoy the Somali culture too. Watch them dance, look at how they dress, uh, and you'll learn something about some other people from this continent that you may not have known heard or engage with. I haven't forgotten about our facts on Africa too. And today being health, let me again give you a fact that you certainly, and I'm sure, have never heard and don't know. So did you know that the world's first, and I repeat this again, the world's first known dentist was from ancient Egypt? Yes. And his name was Hesira. Hesira was an official physician and a scribe who lived in the third dynasty of Egypt. He bore the titles such as chief of dentists and physicians. The wooden panel of Hesira was written, a government official, physician and scribe who lived in the third dynasty of Egypt. This was excavated from his tomb or mastaba in Saqqara. Hesire bore the titles such as chief of dentists and physicians and chief of the king's scribes. He may be the earliest physicians whose identity is known. One of the wooden panels shows Hesira seated before the offering table. Slung over his shoulder are his writing utensils consisting of his palette, ink, bag and brush holder. Now, you know. So I hadn't forgotten about the interesting fact on Africa. So remember, everybody, keep safe, stay home, stay alive. It's all about social distancing. Remember to wash properly, thoroughly running water. You must have soap, lather well, sanitize properly. If you're using a hand sanitizer, it must be alcohol-based in fact, let me tell you what happened. So I walked into, uh, I will not say the name or the brand of the shop. Uh, it's a chain. That's not doing too well economically. And they had mixed uh, dittel and water. And they wanted people to sanitize with uh, that. Okay, like I said, I'm not going to say where it was. So... um yeah, I actually didn't shop there anymore. I walked out and I went to shop somewhere else. And okay, so remember wear your mask properly. And this is Mo signing out. Thank you so much for listening in and keep giving us your feedback. So until our next episode, it is Mo signing out.